Thank you for listening to Two Genius, One Idiot podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Genius, One Idiot. Have a suggestion or something to say? Email us at twogeniusoneidiot at gmail.com. And now, let the games begin, motherfuckers. genius one idiot back up in your ear hey yo march 13th what up johnny fiend man i'm digging the hat i saw that you waited till the last minute to pull that out like the superman cape you definitely look yeah really really stupid like i approve of this wholeheartedly it matches your personality and overall lifestyle I dig it. I dig it, man. I appreciate that. I'm going to put it on TikTok. There you go. Uh, and uh, hey, I want to introduce a couple of uh, guests that we have on our show today. Uh, folks, allow me to reintroduce Mr. Pedro and right. Andy. How you doing? Hey, guys. Longtime friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, longtime friends. They're podcast listeners well we just found out that pedro doesn't actually listen he just says he does uh, yeah. but i i believe andy when he says he <laughs> listens because he's giving me some constructive feedback, feedback about it pedro just said yeah what he said yeah yeah i sure. like that one episode that one yeah the one episode where you guys talked about sports in the kraken that was my favorite <laughs> a real piece of shit you know that too <laughs> So normally we treat our guests with respect, but dude, right. this is this was out the window as soon as she starts. Yeah, I don't actually listen to you, but I will pretend with the best of them. Fucking shit. Fucking shit. Yeah, we uh, we used to spend a lot of hours on uh, Xbox Live, Halo. Ooh, we sure did. Yeah. Yep. I don't know that we were ever any good, but we definitely were on there. Yeah. Fun times. Uh, Oh, man, I just loved being able to uh, talk to the people that uh, you killed in that game. <laughs> yeah, that was the best feature ever. I, I, it, they kind of have it like in Call of Duty, like Warzone. But when you're the killer, you could talk crap to them. Now it's when you kill them, you hear their reaction to it. And I, that's just not as satisfying as knowing that they heard you as you killed them. Right. Uh, I agree. Yeah. And I think that might be the first game that teabagging was really introduced. Yes. Yeah. No, no. That's that's all the way back in like the freaking Roman days. Teabagging was very <laughs> prevalent back then. Yeah, gladiators. I mean used in to video games. Oh, okay. I still don't think that was the first introduction of the teabagging. Like no? Uh, no, look at Mario. Like his whole every single time he'd teabag those freaking turtles oh, and shit. Oh man. <laughs> He's like, I never thought it was teabagging. I never yeah. considered that. Well, it just means you weren't paying attention. Hashtag woke. I so. Hashtag woke. Yeah. Man. Choke I just learned me something. There you go. <laughs> I like it. Tommy likes it. Man. Well, right on. That's good stuff right there. Hey, so March 13th. I don't know if that's a special day for you guys on your calendar, but it is for mine. Aztec uh, New Year. I, I just want to share. 240 years ago, the planet Uranus was discovered. I just thought I'd share that with you. Just so you're aware. Nice. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, science. Um, <laughs> cool. It means a lot to me. I'm sure it does. I'm all about the Uranus. Uh, and then, you guys, uh, you guys ever go, like, uh, what do you call it? Yard sales or anything like that? Estate sales, stuff like that? Yeah. yeah. I used to. Yeah. I mean, not post-pandemic. Like, do you have to wear a, a mask for those ones? I bet, especially because they, they probably the format, died because of COVID. A lot of them switched <laughs> to, like, auction style. 
or like make an appointment. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, it's too much work. <laughs> well, check this out. Check this out. This dude went to a yard sale, bought a piece of Chinese porcelain for 35 bucks, went to get it appraised. Turns out uh, it's worth $500,000. They say this thing is dated back to the dynasties. Which one? Way back when. Uh, the Ming Dynasty. Oh, so it's literally, it's not like bullshit China. It's real China. century China. <laughs> Chinese artifact. Nice. And I'm like, man, what are the chances of freaking something that old just being mixed in with a bunch of other dishes and surviving, man? That's crazy. Yeah, that's nuts, man. I, I really don't know how I would react to something like that, especially if I didn't know about it and then got the history of it. Right. Like, Bitcoin, bitch. That's <laughs> be my first purchase <laughs> with that shit. <laughs> I'm all in. I'm all in. All right, check this out. In France, there's a thief that had gone in, uh, committed a crime on his way out. He took a bite of a sausage. Years later, <laughs> the police were able to use that half-eaten sausage to get DNA and convict him of a crime. Dude, see this this is bullshit. Like you can't even eat eat while committing a crime now. <laughs> What kind of country are we living in? That was in France. Oh. I, I think my, the moral I missed of the story. Thank you for paying attention. Crime, this would be man. the one episode Pedro actually listened to, and only because he was fucking on it. <laughs> I was mildly distracted. We just had a longtime friend also walk in, uh, Mike, just so you know. Uh, Daryl's here as well. Oh, what? I don't know if he can hear you or not. Can he hear you? Oh, yeah, he can hear you. Probably not. Oh, you can? Yeah, he can hear you. Man, well, I mean, you're loud. Like up, he can, No, he can't hear you for the, the headphones. Nah, he dude. can hear you from Bremerton. <laughs> Fucking loud ass. <laughs> yeah. That's how I roll. That's how I roll. Right on, right on. Well, anywho, you know, that guy got convicted. But due to the long time between the crime and the prosecution, he got off scot-free. That was the worst part about it, if you get it. W-U-R-S-T. <laughs> no, what they should have done is make him eat the other half. Yeah, so they saved yeah, the sausage. Yeah. Or did they just, like, do DNA back then and then save that? Like, what? I don't know. The, like, how do you... The hot dog was part of the crime scene, and they were able to retest it for DNA, apparently. So what was, like, the chain of custody on the... Like, how do they know <laughs> that this is the same hot dog from all those years ago? I call I call bullshit. So do I. That's why he got off is because their whole case was based upon a fucking hot dog. Right. <laughs> Idiots. Why, why would you waste your time, man? <laughs> Feels like a lost cause. That's valid. Hey. That's valid. Very interesting, though. All I, right. I appreciate that story. <laughs> Last story for you. Dentist in Anchorage, Alaska, has lost his dental license, no longer practices, because... He had circulated a video of him removing teeth from patients while on a hoverboard. <laughs> yes. Oh, God, that's so hilarious. word got out. And uh, apparently he was involved in some other insurance fraud, such as removing teeth that patients didn't ask to be removed and stuff like that. Needless to say, he no longer is a dentist, but he did it in style for a while. I mean, I'm sure he can get relicensed in, like, TJ or something. Yeah. Down That's in Mexico. Well, That's let's maybe like Ecuador or something. Wait, you gotta go a little further south. You're doing hoverboards and be like, here, check it out. I'm gonna pull out your tooth with this donkey. Gimmick. Just tie it to its tail and I'm gonna slap it on the ass. Hit it, Titus. Yeah. <laughs> if you 
That is a great name for a donkey is Titus. <laughs> this is my donkey, Titus. Oh, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Though. That's awesome. Well, right on. Thanks for enduring the stories on this day, which we celebrate Uranus. I don't know that we're ce- celebrating necessarily. It's a celebration, Johnny. Now, whether like- you choose to be a part of it or not is up to you, but it's a celebration. I, I'm... Cheers. I, I choose not to, to participate you should, in you cheers in Uranus. Cheers to Uranus. <laughs> Three <laughs> cheers. Hip, hip, hooray. Ah, <laughs> uh, we'll just do one. <laughs> one's good. I appreciate your passion about Uranus, though. That's that's probably the most that I've ever seen somebody get hyped about that type of shit. You should see some of the videos I've oh, seen. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. No, oh, Pedro. <laughs> right. <laughs> you should see we my red Ivy. tube account. It's fucking awesome. Right on, right on. All right, Johnny, what's you, man? We got some guests in our in our presence today. We have these gentlemen joining us today, Just not just because they're our friends, but we also wanted to talk about something that they both kind of have some experience with. It is an affliction known as spina bifida, which is a Latin word that translates to split spine, which is actually a good way to describe it. So this is something that happens. It's a, in the neural tube, which is basically your... Starts off as a little tiny dot, turns into your spine, and then connects to your brain. And it actually happens at about three or four weeks into the development of a fetus. One of the main issues with this is that they are not sure of what the cause is. And it has a lot to do with folic acid. Uh, is Deficiency is what they think may contribute to it. But at three to four weeks, a lot of times, you know, I don't know if all of us, you know, the kids, we know that you may not know three or four yeah. weeks. So they, they basically recommend that women take prenatal vitamins if they're planning on getting pregnant. Right. And then that could possibly help with this, but really they don't know. It, that's what they yeah. suspect causes it. But you know, you're kind of three or four weeks, you find out you're pregnant and then it, it doesn't show up in a test till about 16 to 18 weeks. Right. So at that point you're like, okay, this is what we're doing. So, and there's three different types of it. I like, I did some research on this is way more common than I thought it was. The first one is called spina bifida occulta, which affects about 10 to 20% of the population. And it literally translates to hidden hole in the spine. So those people who have that, typically they don't display any symptoms of it. They don't necessarily have to have surgery unless there's kind of a cusp where they do or don't need it. And then the more serious type is the cystica. And then there's two types of that one is called uh, meningocil and then the other one is Milo meningocil. Right. Okay. Basically Man. what it is is that you have your spine, then you have all the nerves and then you have the skin and what ends up happening is that the skin herniates and with the meningocil type, it only that hernia only feels with fluid. And Milo meningocil is where it gets the nerves actually get wrapped up into it as well and then depending upon what the actual location is on your spine between the L5 and the S1, that will determine if there is any ailments caused by it, where the location of this actual hernia is where uh, the complications, you know, if they arise, that's where it comes from. There's no real cure for it per se, but they do have it to where you can have surgery to remove that part. Now, I have a question to follow up with this, but this is just what the research that I had. But uh, when they do the surgery, uh, they can do it prenatal. So when it's actually in the womb and they can also do it postpartum. And something that I found out that I didn't know was well, first and foremost, it's kind of trippy to me to like to think of someone having surgery yeah. before they're born. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like while they're in the womb. Crazy. And, uh, yeah. So that that whole process is like super complicated. However, what I didn't know is that when they do it post- postpartum, when they're outside of you know when the, she's given birth, 
actually has a much higher risk for the whoever's afflicted with it. So the baby, basically, because when they're in mom, they can the mom's immune system helps them fight it versus when they're on the outside on their own. They have a huge risk for infection. And then if there is death that occurs from these surgeries, it's way more common that it's the postpartum than it is when they're prenatal. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Like I had no fucking idea that that's what happened. I've never heard it broken down like that. Like I've had all the doctors tell me like different sections of it and everything, but the way you just broke it down was like very, I tried uh, to do it quickly too. I was worried about taking too much time (laughs) and too much mumbo jumbo. I wanted to give props for the amount of uh, research that he did. So man, well done, man. Well done. I learned something from that. I learned something from that and I got a kid with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the other thing is that uh, Pedro's youngest, the, you mind if I yeah. say his, uh, his youngest, Theodore, also has it as well. One of the things I found out though that I didn't really know is that it is not hereditary at all. Nope. No. Yeah, that's because me and my ignorance, that's why I was like, okay, well, maybe it's... Right, runs in the family. Yeah, that was one yeah. of the things that surprised doctors when they first told us because I reacted to it like, okay, cool, not a big deal. I grew up with Andy, like we've been best friends since we were kids, so... When they said your kid's going to have spina bifida, I was like, okay, what's the severity? Can we tell how high up it is? Other than that, I was, I was prepared. I've already been living with somebody with it. So no big deal. Mm. That's pretty cool. That's a blessing in a way, man. You know, it really, really prepared you for that. Yeah, it did. For the spina bifida, not for all the other stuff. He's, <laughs> he's a boy. He's right, 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 you know, right, 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 right. <laughs> so like when you broke it down right now, that's the first time that I've heard it down. Uh, broken down like that too you know what i mean it and i was born in the 80s man all this technology wasn't there right. so when i was the ones that were born with it and it had to be done fast so i lost a lot of the spinal cord fluid so luckily the only thing that affected me was my legs so i don't feel from my knees down and stuff like that but i got my upper body and everything else you know i mean it has complications with the uh, bathroom and things like that you know all that is is affected by it and that's the challenging part. Other than that, I mean, if I want to go fishing, I want to go fishing. You know what I mean? Like if I don't want to be stared at, but I also don't want people to approach me because I want them to know and you know that everything's fine. You know what I mean? Uh, a lot of kids yeah. come up to me and you know see the wheelchair and they're curious and stuff like that. I don't want people to be you know pulling their kids back like, hey, hey, you know, get away from that. Like, no, right. they're curious. They're curious. Hey, I'll put my brakes on. You know, let them play with it and stuff like that, and let them get used to it. So they won't be afraid of other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Normalize a little bit. Right. Exactly. That's right. The number is one of the things that threw me off. You said 20 to 30% of the population? No, 10 to 20 have the uh, Colta, which is... So 10 to 20 of the uh, percent of the people that have spina bifida have a Colta. No. 10 to 20% of just the entire population. population. Yes. But it's like, from what I'm doing my research, is it actually... Doesn't right. affect them, but right. they won't know if they ever have effects from it. It's going to be when they're older. Mm-hmm. If they're going to have complications, that's going to be when it happens for them. In their hernia, they just have the hole. They don't. It doesn't actually protrude into a hernia right. with the uh, CSF, which is the. I know the SF is spinal fluid. I don't remember what the C cerebral. Is. I think it's cerebral yeah. spinal fluid. Yeah. So cerebellum spinal fluid, <laughs> crescendo spinal fluid. Whatever this guy just said. <laughs> And Andy, I think it's cool, man, that uh, you have that attitude that you're willing to stop and let uh, kids, you know, maybe touch the brake just to see what a wheelchair is like that maybe they've never seen it before. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, I have seen people on the other spectrum that are like, you know, don't even come near me. So I think it's cool that you 
uh, you are willing to work and educate people, man. That's that's big. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, growing up, I, I always knew I was a little different, but sure, it it never. Hey, I'm gonna watch. I can't do this. I can do that. Like, dude, we played baseball. We played football on the street. Like, it was. You know, we we're talking yeah, absolutely. about it. You know, better the other day. You know, like playing kick the can, dude. Like, yeah, you, you know you what I mean? You drive, the games, man, right? You have to you, alter the game. You drive. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As a matter yeah, of fact, uh, it's got a really nice truck, actually. I was jealous so. of it when I saw it. We went, had uh, lunch the, like a couple weekends ago, and I saw his truck. I was like, this motherfucker is rolling. Right? Yeah, man. And it's funny because I was born and raised in LA, and then I moved up here to Washington and actually learned how to drive and, and, and everything up here. I had no idea or how to go about it down there. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah, I had actually had to learn because I got a job. I was going to college, and I needed a ride, man. You know, I, I, was, mm-hmm. I was living um, with my cousin's in-laws, and they, they helped me out a lot, and, and I, I needed to get my own wheels, my own big boy wheels, you know? Yep, yep. Yeah, and if anyone's interested, we're going to post a link to it. Uh, there's a video that highlights kind of that exact situation with Andy and the company that he had. So we're going to link that on our website and probably put it on the Facebook page if you want to check it out as well. And yeah. then one, one of the questions I had though for you was, what are some of the struggles that people assume you have and what are the actual real struggles for you? So then um, people are assholes. We'll start there. <laughs> going grocery yes. shopping. Just going grocery shopping, you know. It comes, you know, the, the same thing, you know, people want to help, but they don't know how to how to approach, you know what I mean? Like mm. a smile can break that. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to act or, or even if you're having a bad day, somebody's looking at you, just crack a smile. They might help you or, you know, anything. You ever, anyone ever just completely the opposite? Like oh, what yeah. the fuck are you looking at? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. You, you get a lot of people, you know, like it don't matter, man. They don't pay my bills. You know, I'm there to buy what I'm going to buy right. and just go on about my business, you know? Or Yeah. No, that's then, cool, man. <clears throat> you guys kind of have a generational thing to where you had, you know, like you were saying back in the eighties and then, your son is I like five, five now. Yeah. Five? yeah. Yes. <laughs> Are you sure? I know he's I'm five. Are you sure, sure. he's five? <laughs> uh, so what are the differences in between like the techniques? Do you notice anything with the treatment or? So, so his is a little bit m- more severe than mine. Um, and I'll let him explain it more. Overall, the condition is just the spina bifida portion of it, I think is like, you were talking about earlier that surgery that's done prenatal was just becoming available or had just become available around that time. So we were here in Seattle. They said in order to do it, we had to go down and live in like San Francisco for a couple of months and do all that. The way they phrased it was it's a 50, 50 shot. Mm. It's a 50% chance that the baby will survive Mm. the surgery. So it was survival rate. That's not the success rate. That's survival rate. Right. Right. So it's like a hundred percent chance you get a baby with spina bifida or a 50% chance you get a baby at all. Whoa. We didn't take those risks. I don't think it's as dangerous now. Okay. I think they've kind of fine tuned it. It's, it's very main, not mainstream, but a lot of more, a lot more people take advantage of it now than they they used to. It has to be dude. If it was 50, 50 odds, I mean, I I don't know. I wouldn't roll mine, roll the dice on that either. (laughs) So it's probably a good call. Treatment wise, I mean, he's got a team of doctors up at Seattle Children's. So I don't know if Andy went through the same thing where he was going through like weekly or biweekly appointments with every different specialty there is. But at the same time, my kid 
developed hydrocephalus, which is also spinal fluid, yeah. getting backed up into the brain. Head swells uh, up. Did they, they do like a do, stint for it? Or yeah, they yeah. put a shunt in his shunt, head, and it <laughs> redirects the fluid back into his stomach. So he had a couple of other complications, was diagnosed with autism, I think like at two or three. Otherwise, he's exactly like Andy was at five years old, just mm. out there running people over and <laughs> sure. yeah. demanding stuff. Because a cute baby in a wheelchair can, get can have whatever yes. they want. Yes, it can. <laughs> just doesn't matter. Yeah, I found that out with Teddy. Luckily, you know, I, I wasn't cute when I was young. This <laughs> guy. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the times cute, there the are changing. came out later, man. Don't let <laughs> this guy fool you, man. Growing guy. up in Cali and having that ice cream truck come by twice a day, this guy was getting free ice cream twice a day. You still holding on to that, too. This looks to like forever. genuine irritation. Just, he would show up and he'd be like, here, mijo, hey, $2. Yeah. <laughs> like, in fact, <laughs> I need his, too. I need $4. For <laughs> You're paying for his. <laughs> You're paying for his. You're like, but I'm his best friend. <laughs> like, we're... Hey, that's me, primo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and that comes down to it, you know, being treated the same. That's what I mean. Like, dude, like yeah. this dude would play basketball and I would be beating him. And man, if it would hold on to my chair and just let me fly off of it. Asshole. <laughs> I mean, it's my fault. I'm being the same. I'm like, like I'd trip done. somebody if they were just running around. So that's the equivalent right. of tripping him. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, I don't think rights. this is, Pedro's just bad at basketball is what <laughs> yeah. we just found out. You know <laughs> Turn into jungle ball real quick. That's right. Real fast. Hey, we can play. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll post you up with the chair, motherfucker. <laughs> Just let me know what the rules are beforehand, though, right? Right. <laughs> what brought me up here in Washington was I wanted to go for an automotive mechanic. Mm. The school in L.A., they told me that I was too much of a liability. Like, straight mm. up, you know. You want to like, shout him out real quick? No, I'm <laughs> nah, that's cool. You know, it's all right. Came up, gave it a shot, and went to uh, Clover Park. Met a teacher there, and it was cool. We vibed, and I'm like, this is what I want to do. And he's like, you know what? I don't know what it is, but I'll, I'll, I'll talk to the, the dean and see what we can do. And if I can make it happen, you know, going to be a little different, but it's never been done, but I'm willing to do it. Nice. He he came back to me about two days later, and he's like, all right, if you're willing to put 100%, you know, we can do it. Got that started, and... About halfway through school, and that's when uh, that company picked me up, you know, I, uh, for uh, Skookum that I used to work for. Yeah, man, I was a heavy diesel mechanic for five years. Nice. That's what's up, man. That's cool, man. That's good, man. We need more teachers like that to take an interest. Like yeah, it. but uh, they, he's not longer working there. They took away the, the, the night program and stuff like that, so I don't even know where he's at and everything. Gotcha. Yeah, man, it was it was just cool. Out here paving the way, though. I got a question for you. So, you know, uh, we, we've talked a lot about the physical aspects of it, whatever kind of struggles, man, what are some tips or some, some, some advice you can give people as far as the mental aspect and staying positive and, you know, just, just trying to make sure that you're pushing forward always. Yeah. Cause you're always in a really good mood, man. Like that's one of the reasons why for I like real, you is man. cause you're fucking cool. That. Like, <laughs> Hey, way cooler than your cousin. He's yeah. an idiot, man. <laughs> 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 I mean, you right, really don't get nothing, over. you know, out of life, shutting down and everything. You know what I mean? You know, life right. brings you down. You just got to keep moving on, dude. Facts, right? That's just, that's just how it goes. That's it. You know, what I was noticing a lot, uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of um, just spinal cord injuries. So there's mm. a lot more disabled people. Fortunately, there's they're paving the way as well. 
So there's a lot of sports. There's a lot of things that you can get yourself into. I seen like MMA in right. uh, oh, yeah. the wheelchairs. Either. There's, Those guys there's are wheelchair on each other MMA too. Huh? I mean, yes. I've seen all the other ones. I haven't seen that. They have uh, uh, rugby. They have basketball. I mean, they, they have all kinds of sports. So, I mean, there's always something right. to get into. And being in the chair, man, you, you kind of always have to stay somewhat fit because, I mean, this is really all you have. You know what I you mean? You got some right. guns, Andy? I mean, yeah. for You know, <laughs> a little bit. Just put them on display. You got some 22-inch yeah. pythons, brother. Hey, hold on, hold on. You Here's can do the uh, Arnold uh, <laughs> titty twitch thing. The what? There you go. There's just there's just so much that you can do. No limits. Or, no limits. I would no, recommend cool, to anybody that uh gets the chance to try any wheelchair sports, do it. <laughs> I hung out with him a couple of times and it, it's pretty much like roller derby. Like you just have this cage. No matter what sport you're playing, you're crashing into each other. Right. Uh, Nice. Did you do you immediately have like a whole new respect for this guy running around? Because I Just, bet you you suck. Because oh, you already yeah. suck at sports. <laughs> I'm anyway. already not good at regular sports. <laughs> yeah. You put me on two wheels. Now I got a quarter or four wheels. I got to coordinate my steering. And no, it's not. Oh yeah, I would have. I would have paid to see that. I bet you you look fucking foolish yes and just the visual of it is making me enjoy it so much. it makes me laugh i right. like it or he used to do this thing when we were younger too anybody that wanted to try out the chair he'd be like cool try this and he'd pop a wheelie nice if you don't know how wheelchairs work you're going all you the way back right? every time y'all are welcome to try anytime yeah no i'm good i'm good pedro yeah, i'm good please. man <laughs> I still got a bump. I'm good. Yeah, right on. Well, I appreciate you guys joining us today, man. Just kind of giving us the heads up as to you guys, both of you guys, different experience, but very similar with each other. You know, I think it's really cool that you, Pedro, got that experience because I'm sure it's helped a lot with Teddy. Yeah. He's a Mm. cute kid, but I've seen him throw a fit and it is hilarious if you don't have to deal with it. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, and, and, and I'm learning a lot too. You know, I really am learning a lot and. It's interesting to see the things that can be done. Hmm. Yep. That's cool, man. Good stuff. Well, thank you guys for coming in, sharing your stories. Listeners, if you ever have any questions for us or for them, feel free to reach out. We can relay, see if we can't get an answer for you. But yeah, definitely. Thanks for coming on. It was really, really cool. I appreciate Uh, it. So yeah. Awesome. All right. Next up, folks. I think we might have a little bit of action from the two guns. What you think, Johnny Fiend? Smooth transition. Smooth transition. <laughs> Smooth transition. <laughs> hey, welcome to this week's episode of The Kraken. I'm Tommy Two Guns. Today we got a special guest, RB3. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? RB3, also known as Roy, the Boston Bruins fan. It really stems from the B on the jersey. That's how it started when I was a kid. My last name is Brown. The B kind of just stuck, and the black and yellow, obviously. So what was your earliest memory of the Bruins? Watching old highlights, Bobby Orr, the dive. So what was your what was your moment that got you hooked on hockey as a kid? Was there that one moment? Sports Center. Sports Center? Sports Center. So mine was probably eight, nine years old, and we went to see the Oklahoma City Blazers. So they're mm-hmm. a, they're a tier three yep. team. Yep. And I couldn't believe it when all of a sudden I saw sticks, gloves, and it was just knuckles up. Yep. And I was like, Dad, they're gonna fight. He's like, This is the best part. 
He's like, just pay attention. And it was since that. And then, so uh, you and I have talked, and one of the teams that I liked is the Hanaheim Ducks. There's a couple of reasons for this. Yep. I also like the the Tulsa Oilers. And that's the Anaheim's yeah. farm team. Yep, yep, yep. So there's a couple of times a year that you would see the Anaheim guys in Tulsa doing little events and stuff like that. So that's – and then the Mighty Ducks as a kid. Right. I mean, who doesn't love the Mighty Ducks? It's big. That's another big reason. I mean, and then they're coming out with a new one. Yep, the series. Is it a series? It's a series. Oh, I thought it was going to be a movie. I thought it was too. I was actually disappointed when I found out that it was a series. You know, hockey in itself – um, just an awesome sport. A lot of people don't realize this too, but a lot of people think it's just cold. It's on the ice. It is one of the most physically demanding sports you can play. Oh yeah, absolutely demand. I mean, I I used to do pickup games at Sprinkler. Yep. And I would just I'd come out of there just completely soaked. Yeah. I love it though. I mean, I'm too old and fat now to keep doing it. But what's your thoughts on cracking coming up? I think it's long overdue. Think it should have happened a long time ago as far as loving the sport of hockey right right because i've talked to you in great lengths about all the teams all the players every all across the board all 30 31 teams at the time mm-hmm. so what i'm excited for is to see who we get right that's what i'm excited for because what happened in 17 with vegas being their inaugural season playoffs just doing what they did that's not going to happen very often but i do have high hopes but if we follow the same steps because i think the hopes for them in the draft they were expecting a higher order yeah yeah. but then it kind of fell off but they still did good but I'm, i'm hoping we at least match that if not a little better well i mean even getting mark andre fleury Away from Pittsburgh, that was a mind blower. I, I, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. It's going to be it definitely will be. So for for upcoming, everybody, uh, RB three will be back here. Um, we're going to do mock drafts. So basically, what we're waiting for the the protected uh, free agent lists are the protected players list. Who's going to be free agents? Yep. The draft orders, and then we're going to do our own homework. Okay, and then we're going to come back and do a mock draft with this. So I wanted I wanted to do it this week, but I mean, right. it's a lot to try to it is. dive into it without is. having seen the protected players list, the main thing. Right. There's definitely a lot coming up. The Kraken is going to be, it's going to be good for the sport. I'm hoping the Northwest, especially Washington. Yes. will have a big tie with it. I'm hoping that it takes. I showed you the last Kraken episode where we were talking about the college team up in Alaska and how Alaska just loves their hockey. Yep. I'm, I hope that takes here also mm-hmm. that community vibe. And I don't know, there's something different with hockey that you don't get with the other sports, I guess it is different. I will agree with you on that. It's different. So who do you think will be our, our biggest rival? I would say it's probably going to be Vancouver or Edmonton. I was leaning more towards Calgary. Could be Anaheim. That I think that'd be fun to. That'd be a fun one to watch. Because really, I mean, it th- I mean, it's really not that far away. Well, we got next year. Yeah, we're close to playoffs this year too. 
So, I mean, everything's going to be coming right around the corner and it's going to be fast. So my, my biggest question for you. Yeah. Are you going to get a Kraken jersey? Yeah. You know, it's funny. My son asked me that yesterday. Dad, when the Kraken comes and we go to games, because I, I tell him that we're going to go see Boston play. And he, he goes, Dad, are you going to wear your Boston stuff? And I'm like, I don't think so. I'm a Bruins fan, but... You don't want to get beat up leaving. I'm not stupid. I get you. I'm not stupid. I, hey, you don't go into Oakland wearing any other colors but yeah. Oakland colors. And you, okay? don't, you, you don't go to a Seahawks game <laughs> wearing a San Francisco jersey. You know what's funny, though, is you wear that to a Seattle game, people are probably going to think you're a cop. Yeah. With your, with your yeah. demeanor, the way you walk, people are going to be like, that's undercover right yeah. there. Just yeah. wait. And then watch a fight breaks out. Everybody's going to be looking... Do something. <laughs> so no, I'm I'm really excited uh, for the upcoming season. I can't believe that the first thing that they announced is that the weekend's going to be playing the new arena, Comet Pledge Arena. Yeah. But have you uh, have you seen the updated pictures of it? Not real life. You see the the engineered, you know. Yeah. But I haven't seen it. I haven't seen. So they're they're keeping that arena tight lipped. Yep, tight lipped. Oh really? Yeah. The only reason why I know anything about it is because our company yep. is doing work there. Yep. But I can't tell you that most of the locker rooms are done, glasses in, drywalls going in, and they are moving fast. It's incredible. So I can't wait to see it. That arena is going to be gorgeous when it's done. I hope so. I hate to say it, but Gary Bettman set some really high standards. I feel like we would have had a we would have had a team a long time ago. Oh, well, I mean, it's amazing what had to take place to get this here. Oh, I, I know. I, I mean, they left it only open for us for applications, so that was that was kind of your indication there that it was a done deal, right? They just wanted to make sure that the cells and everything were going to happen. But I just hope it sticks. I think it's going to. I really hope it sticks. A lot of people play hockey. A lot of people love sport. Okay, so this is one thing that you and I have talked about is there's not enough places here to play. There's not. No, there's not. I mean, my son wants to play hockey. But, I mean, when you have arenas 65 miles apart from each other. That's what I'm saying. You have jobs like ours where you're already, you know, 65 miles from home. (laughs) (laughs) You got to get home in time to drive another 65 to go practice. Right. I mean, I think they're they're slowly popping up. I mean, they got one in the Renton Highlands. They well, got, I hope this has helps with a push. Yes, and, and it should. I, I want to see this like the little, you know, the peewee football teams. Yes. To where we can get more places like Sprinker back and going again on this and get more kids involved and off the video games and back to play, being kids. Yeah, Playing outside. sports. Outside. Yeah. I mean, I, we used to have our, our rollerblades and yeah. the, the little orange balls and – Go at it. So out in front of my house, we had a uh, it was a drainage ditch, mm-hmm. and I would find old chew cans, Kodiak cans, take them I, up. And I what I would do is I'd put sand in them, and I'd get the sand wet, and I'd pack it as mm-hmm. tight as I could, put it on, and then I would just wrap it with electrical tape. <laughs> and it, same same thing, rollerblades. I would have my uh, my snowboarding gloves or my skiing gloves back then. Mm-hmm. You use oh, whatever to oh, make yeah. you feel like the real deal. Oh yeah, even the even the helmet, even the helmet with you know the Gretzky. I was too I was too strap. cool to wear a helmet. You weren't catching me in no helmet. <laughs> no, this wasn't happening. 
But my dad whooped my ass when I was like 10 or 11 because I took, we had a, a, a signed Tulsa Oiler puck. Yeah, yeah. And there was four or five signatures on it. We wanted to play, but we didn't have anything to play with. Right. So my bright idea was the Sandlot. <laughs> Although this was not as, <laughs> you know, as worthy as the Sandlot, but still, I put that son bitch back. And he saw it like two days later, just all chewed up from the road, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, he was pissed. He was pissed, but I survived. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. So I think that does it for this week's episode. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. And he will be back on in the future for the mock draft. And whenever you want to be back on, let me know. Oh, well, that's easy, huh? I think the Kraken coming to Seattle is going to be good. When you buy your jersey, we'll have a ceremonial burning of the Bruins jersey D- for you. Never. We'll, we'll just give us the jersey. We'll do it for you. It's not a problem. <laughs> no. All right, guys. That's all for today. We'll see you next time. All right. Tommy Two Guns. Always bringing the knowledge. I feel so much more smarter about the Kraken now. These, these segments Fiend. with him, they just keep getting better. I don't know how to what to say to you guys other than <laughs> tune in. It's always educational. Tommy does a good job, works really hard on it. So I, I always enjoy that. So. Attaboy, attaboy, way to go. All right, so let's transition to some different sports. Let's talk about uh, the NFL. Bum, bum, dun, bum, dun, 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 dun. Yes. Bum, bum. Hit it. So, defending champions, Tom Brady's team. I mean, I guess we could call them the Tampa Bay Bucks, but really it's Tom Brady's team. Yeah. Uh, they just signed him for another contract extension through 2022. So he's got a couple more shots at doing this again. It's ridiculous. This guy just needs to retire, in my opinion. Like, what else does he got to do? The closest one to him is what? Charles Henley, maybe with five, I think, between Dallas and San Francisco. is is. I don't know. I can't think of anyone else who's even close. Like, they're, I don't either. That shit will never happen again, period. I just want Green Bay to beat him in the NFC Championship. No, one in one hand, shit in the other. I know. I'm hoping so. Hey, good things are happening for the Packers. Players are restructuring their contracts so we can lower the cap, so we can keep our team together, so we can win a championship. Delusional. Delusions well, from Fantasy Island. Middle of the well, Great Lakes. Choking on the cheese. Come to my side. It's a lot more <laughs> choking fun Choking on over the here. cheese. <laughs> right on, we party you? over here. Nah, so if he's, that's a two-year extension, if I'm correct, right? Yeah. Ah, yes. Is there any Vegas odds on whether or not of those two years he wins either two or wins one? If there is, let's make a call. Let's put a bet on it right now. (laughs) In his head, he's trying to do a three-time and bounce. Why? I I do not understand. Like, the dude is the most dominant player in the history of this game, and nobody's going to ever catch him based off the way that the cap is. Because he can. I have no, I have no retort to that. He's right. <laughs> That's it, man. He's just stunting on people, man. Yeah, he is, dude. Crazy. He's like, check out. And my- then let's talk about the Patriots. They say they're bringing Cam Newton back again. Will these two, Belichick <laughs> and Newton, come together and join forces and become Captain Planet, or <laughs> will they remain mediocre at best? I'm going to say it's probably going to be a really quick turnaround. I think that a lot of their good players on defense opted out because of COVID. I think they need to get uh, – Cam had a very team-friendly contract with this. They're only going to pay him like $14 million, which, I mean, that's really on the lower end for quarterbacks. 
So they're going to be able to get him some weapons. And then even some of their weapons on offense are going to come back. I think what we thought Cam was going to be this year for the Patriots, we're going to actually see a, the actual version of that next year. And I think that they're going to be competitive. They were who we thought they were. That's right. That's right. Hey, Andy, being from LA, man, who's your squad? Cowboys, man. Oh, is that a- shit. Them boys. Cowboys. Our producer's cueing yeah. something up because he's as a San Francisco fan. <laughs> as a San Francisco fan, you know, that's obviously, that's been a rivalry for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, you guys can knife fight right after this. I like that. You got to tie one wrist together. Yeah. And then you get the knife in the other hand. There you go. Heck yeah. All right, look for that video Winners on YouTube. That'll be right after in the middle of the what's cracking video. You, you'll you find that video. So please tune in. The what's stabbing video. What's hey, stabbing? Uh, Pedro. Who's, who's bleeding? What's, uh, who, who is your team? See, that's, that's not a good question because... I don't really have a team. I'm in between teams right now. This fucking guy. Oh, okay. He used to, when Michael Vick was there, that he used to be a Falcons fan until Michael That's Vick right. started killing puppies. And then no, he was no. like, I, st- I stood strong after Vick into the Matt Ryan era. And Which is still there. Uh, was it losing? It was very oh. short. Like he's still there, but the era itself <laughs> <laughs> was very short. <laughs> I mean, he won an MVP, dude. This guy's he wasn't a joke there for a while. They no, call him Matty Ice. He's yeah. still he's still good. It's just that he's getting older, and they invested so much in him, Julio Jones, and all these other guys like Todd Gurley. They couldn't replace the what they lost on defense. That's why they still score a lot of points, but they get the shit kicked out of them right. by everyone else's offense. So that's really, I, I think where they lost you is probably how did it feel? Were you a Falcons fan at twenty eight to three at yes. halftime with the Patriots it, down? It, <laughs> It felt a little bit worse hearing the constant jokes from you, yeah, uh, <laughs> and everybody else. But, no, oh, it wasn't no. like it was. Joke was on the field for the yeah, second half. Was. That was the joke. <laughs> Punchline was. Whew. That's probably about when I started doing that Homer Simpson back into the bushes thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You know, each one of our squads are taking fans' applications, uh, except for the Dolphins. You're not allowed. You're, they, you have to be Cuban at least. If you're Latino, you got to be Cuban to be a <laughs> Miami Dolphins fan. If you fan. can't cut the mustard, then you're out with the ketchup. Yeah, in this case, if you can't stomach the uh, rice, then you don't get the frijoles. <laughs> <laughs> now, I figure now would be a good time to uh, jump on the Seahawks bandwagon. Get the fuck out. I've, of all we of live the, up here. you could have literally just told me that you, you suck dick on a Friday night <laughs> on South Tacoma Way, and I would have respected you more than that fucking bullshit. Do we think Russell Wilson will be a Seahawk next year? No. I say yes. Fuck you. I say yes. I think he'll still. Be. I think he will be a Chicago Bear. It might take till draft time though. Once everyone, like all the free agents, get signed and everything, because he's he's not going to be a free agent. He's going to have to be a trade. Yeah. So once a lot of these other chips start falling into place, cap numbers and all that, I think I don't he, think they can offer him enough. Khalil Mack and they've a couple first round picks. I don't mm-hmm. know. So so let's say if I'm right. No, nope. I'm going. They're to. saying, <laughs> "Fuck you, dude." <laughs> if they if it does happen, who is this uh, Seahawks quarterback next year? Sam Darnold. Ugh, gross. I think uh, Marcus Mariota. Guess no silence. Uh, no. Pedro's like <laughs> Joe Montana. I've never heard Brian Mahler. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Montana. Oh, Jeez. Man. 
All right, let's talk about a different sport that with that we know that they're well, more Hold on, hold on. With. What about the Cowboys re-signing Dak? Oh, too boy. much money. Think they spent too much I on think him? It's too much money, and I mean his injury, man. Who knows how he's going to come out of it? True, true. And then Andy Dalton's not bad. I mean, he's not good, but he's not bad. No, no, no. But I mean, he's not the ticket either. But I mean, he's a little bit better. I mean, Dak is great, but he's not worth that money. I don't think. I don't know, but didn't I, Tannehill get signed after an injury? With the Dolphins, wasn't he injured the year before? I think he only had like one year where he wasn't injured, so he he was constantly okay. injured. Mm-hmm. So the answer to your question is yes, and I would follow it with be more specific. <laughs> <laughs> well, when the Dolphins signed him for that huge contract, I thought he was coming off an injury. They actually got a discount on it because they gave him an extension off of his rookie deal. Hmm. Got it. Yeah. Okay. But he was a discount. But but I agree with Andy. Paid too much. Yeah. So let's go into the UFC. Let's do this. Yeah. I don't have a song for that. Okay. So let's start with, we're just going to focus on the top three due to time. So let's talk about the third runner up, which would be the Peter Yan versus Aljamain Sterling fight. And how about that controversy? Dude. How about that knee? So if if you don't know what happened was, is that uh, they were in the middle of a melee. Aljamain Sterling was on the ground starting to get up but he was still considered a down opponent. So Peter Yawn threw a knee, and then it appeared as if he had a concussion or he was messed up because of it. But since it was in the fourth round and it was an illegal blow, uh, it was a disqualification, which I'm fine with. It's not his fault. It was an illegal technique. Problem is, is that uh, Khabib in the background tweeted that Yawn was asking his corner in Russian, you know, can I hit him? Can I hit him? And they said, yes, do it. So he was getting bad advice from his corner, throws the knee, mm. gets disqualified, loses the championship. Not Aljamain Sterling's fault, but the skeptic in me did not buy it at all because he looked fine. Yeah. But, I mean, looking fine yeah. after you get kneed in the face, right. I mean, that's my opinion. He was going to lose this fight. He was already losing it, and it was getting worse by the second. Like that, it, it wasn't gonna Pe- happen. Yeah, Peter Yan was on his way. This was gonna be his belt within yeah. the next, in my opinion, within the next like twenty seconds. This was over. It was a very competitive fight until that round. I could have seen it going two, two to one, Yan, and then it was gonna be KO. In my opinion, coming up very sh- uh, shortly. I think it was bullshit. Like mm. I, I think that he shouldn't have lost the championship. I think losing the fight is fine, but I, I don't understand how you can lose the championship off of that because it's, you remember like back in the day with the they wrestling used to do no contest, no contest. And I think it's because it was fourth of... round that's why it was too far into like it was more than a normal fight loophole so you bullshit. think it should be an instant rematch I think they yeah. already said it is yeah they're gonna oh nice good I think they come back though I'll, I think Peter Yan is uh, mean he's an old school Soviet block commie bastard and he's gonna <laughs> fuck him up yeah. next time they get in the ring Woo! he's not even gonna let it get there yeah, it's gonna be a he's gonna be angry. Fight too. Yeah, makes me want to learn Russian just so I can hear the shit that he talks to. Him. Mm. That was all. I mean, Andy, yeah. we actually watched it together. How did you feel about it? Yeah, same man. It was. It just it it looked like it was intentional, and then everything came out, and he was just like, "No, my corner, man." And so, yeah, I don't I don't think he should. It should have been a no contest. It, it was too close. I really do believe he didn't understand the referee. Yeah, I, I don't. And and That's it was going to happen. I mean, dude was already rocked. Yeah. I mean, it, it was going to happen. It'd be one like well, if the cl- fight was closer, I might be okay with the result, but it wasn't close. Yeah, it this was, was yeah. It was because it wasn't becoming close. Go ahead. Sorry. You watch next fight, 
Peter Jan's going to win. And in the post-conference, he's going to be like, yeah, you also, what I did was I went ahead and learned some English. <laughs> I learned some English just to tell you, fuck you. I, that's 2-0, baby. Sign the check, Dana. <laughs> that would be great. I mean, it was a or hard like a kick Griffin and everything, voice. but it, he played it out way too much. Yeah. And I think they draw it out. They drew it out way too long to call it. I think that his pride kept him from being the one to say, I can't continue. He was just waiting for the ref and the doctor to call it. So he's just kind of stumbling around, and I'm thinking, push him over, see if he stops. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, if, if he... <laughs> if, push him over. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Like, try to... No, I mean, I'm not talking, like, full-blown tackling. I'm saying when he's standing there... Give him a slight nudge, see how he responds to it, because he couldn't fake that. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the ones that I've first ones that I've seen that they took that long to call it. Dude, yeah, it was nuts. It, the length of it, everything, it was kind of it was kind of crazy. Yeah, it was yeah. Probably not sure how to crazy. call it if it was going to be a DQ or not. Yeah, I don't think they've ever had that. The only time it was close was when John Jones threw a, a legal knee. It was the same yeah. thing. Well, not yeah. the same thing, but pretty similar, close, similar yeah, but situation. instead, what's his name? Uh Anderson? What's his name? Smith? Who was it? I don't know. God dang it. The guy that looks like a, a Thundercat, like Lionel. His name's yeah. Lionheart. <laughs> but <sighs> Lionheart uh, Lionel Richie's is bald. No, the dude Lionel with, the, with the fangs. Yeah. Yeah. No. The dude with the fangs. <laughs> You're talking about Andrea Velasky. That's yeah. No, but that's Anthony Smith. Hey, Anthony Smith. But he's bald though. He ain't got no hair. I I never mentioned his hair. I just said he looked like Lionel. Lionel had great hair. <laughs> that was He's one of his fictional characteristics, bro. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, I right didn't. Now? Sorry, he didn't get it all down. Right now? You're killing me. Oh, my gosh. It, all right. Anywho, sorry <laughs> about that, Thundercats. <laughs> oh, all you Thundercats. <laughs> this uh, bald guy looked like Lionel, man. Get out of here. Crazy. Must be blind. All right. Let's talk about the next fight. Amanda Nunes against Megan Anderson. Oh, dude, this yeah. man, Amanda Nunes is the greatest fighter I've seen in the UFC, period. Not the greatest women's fighter. She's the most dominant fighter I've seen in any division, any weight class, men or women ever. She looks, she's just a class above everyone Stellar else. I don't know what else to say, dude. They really do need to start having her fight the dudes. I, I bet you, I yeah, bet you she, she is, could uh, beat a lot of them. I really do. <laughs> yeah, she was really I, good. I think, I'll, man, I think that a lot of these women that are trying to fight her just don't have that level of savagery that she has. Yeah, she's definitely. She like brings it to another level. Like you know, it's like Paige Van Zandt. Like Paige Van Zandt goes out there. She's like, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna point <laughs> spar. And I'm like, no, kid, like, you're about to get killed. Like, I don't know if you know, like, the level of competition you're against right now. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, man, I feel like those are the type of people that, I mean, that's how Amanda makes them look. Yeah, what she looks like is, uh, uh, like, Usain Bolt. That's that's a good comparison, I think, like, how dominant she is compared to everyone else. They're just not on the same level. And also making it look super fucking easy like this is like a spartan part that didn't know that they were spartan yeah yeah yeah. straight up just knocked her out dude it was was so easy like (laughs) she was like hey dina next fight (laughs) just put me in main event remember how dominant cyborg was back in the day yeah i think amanda's even more on a whole other level Yeah. yeah didn't i didn't amanda beat cyborg 
knocked yeah, her yeah, out. Yeah, knocked her out. First knocked round her. KO yeah, in like yeah. 50 seconds. They started, yeah, they started exchanging punches. And then, uh, you know, Amanda ate a couple of her punches and then kept swinging on her own and just showed Got that her. there was levels to this shit and fucked her up too. Well, then you got uh, the main event, Jan Blakovich versus yes. Israel Adesanya, right? Jan the man. It was a and very he, competitive fight. He was actually uh, the underdog at plus 185. Who so was? people made money on that fight. Jan was. Jan. Oh, yeah. He had almost the perfect game plan to beat Izzy, and I think that the weight was a big difference, and then when he got Agreed. him on the ground, it was game over, but he just had to wear him down to get there. I didn't get to see the fight myself. I've just seen the highlights of it. Well, you sure are um, comfortable talking about it, not knowing a damn thing. <laughs> That's why I like. Well, you. I saw the highlights. Yeah, man, you miss you miss some good stuff. Yeah, it was it was a good event, man. Overall, like even the fights before that yeah. were really good too. How are the exchanges between them throughout the fight, though? Like, do you feel like Israel uh, his power matched up against Jans? No, Mm-mm. I think if he had more actual light heavyweight power, he could have won that fight, but he didn't. Okay. Yeah, I do, I do think right that, I, I'm really glad it de-hype, uh, derailed that whole hype train, though. I'm very happy about that. Yeah, so he just needs to stick to his weight class, right. stay in his lane, basically. Pretty much doing or move right. up in Instagram sections, and shaking right? hands. Like you're supposed to move up and but not go like, not bite off more than you can chew when you move up like that? I don't think so. I think that was in boxing. Yeah. I don't think that's a thing in MMA. I think you should stick to your weight class. All right. Everyone wants to be Connor now. Yeah. Connor ain't even Connor anymore, no, yeah, bitch. No. True. That's it for me, folks. <laughs> Close enough. All right. <laughs> right on. Well, All right, hey, thanks for joining us, guys. Guests, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for you thank guys. Thanks for, thanks for coming Appreciate on, it. Pedro and Andy. Uh, folks, if you have any questions for us, reach out to us. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, email. We got a face, or we even have a website, folks, 2genius1idiot.com. Check it out on your browser, your smartphone. <laughs> Look for the profiles coming. Got some pictures up there. Uh, if you're, uh, we're gonna start having patrons. They might be nude. What? <laughs> you have been listening to Two Genius One. No, you know, in order if people become patrons, you have to provide something for them that normal listeners don't get. That's why they become patrons, Mike. Get on board. Podcast right. marketing one o three. 301, whatever. Fucking shit. <laughs>